0: build themselves. What's up and welcome back to the Dream Mason podcast. I'm your host Alex Terranova. I am a Dream Mason, a performance and mindfulness coach. I work with leaders, creators, and innovators, those brave enough to build their dreams. If you're a high performer looking for an edge with a desire to expand your leadership, generate more money, more time, and feel more fulfilled, working with me will support you in making that life a reality. Now, if you haven't already, please support me and this podcast by subscribing and leaving a review on iTunes, Google Play, or YouTube. Follow me, Inspirational Alex, on Instagram, and please share this podcast with a friend. Welcome back to the Dream Mason podcast. I am here today with the guy behind the guys. I feel like you have all the nicknames. So the guy behind the guys on Instagram with your newly minted 1 million followers, you just go by Paul. You have your, your company or your brand is the internet marketing nerd. You are an internet marketing coach. You have worked with, well, the, the guys that you are behind are people like Bob Proctor, Ty Lopez, Alex, how do you say his last name? Alex Muir? Alex Mir, yeah. Um, the Sharks, other Fortune 500 celebrity, sorry, other Fortune 500 companies and A-list celebrities. You're all over the place. <laughs> I stay busy. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Hey, uh, Paul Getter, thanks for being here. Um, I'm I'm really curious to learn more about how you got to where you are because you don't create a an introduction like that. You know, just rolling out of bed in the morning.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, it's it's been a long journey and I've been involved in internet marketing now for over 10 years and uh, you know just been very fortunate to work with some really cool people. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it. How did you is this how did you get started? Cuz I mean you probably didn't you, probably, you didn't roll out of bed at 5 and go I want to be an internet marketer. Where did where did this come from?
1: Right. Well, uh, you know, a lot of times people ask me, well, how did you become an entrepreneur? You know, that's, that's the catch word entrepreneur. How did you become an entrepreneur? I'm like, look, I had bills that needed to get paid. And, uh, you know, I tried to hustle and do whatever I could to make <laughs> some money. Uh, but no, really, I, um, I always kind of had a tech background, you know, was involved in building websites and back in the days it was bulletin board systems and networks and stuff. And, I. Uh, you know, I was in a transitional phase where I was looking for work and one of my friends had went off to college and said, uh, you know, hey, stay in touch with me. Keep uh, keep in contact with me on Facebook. I'm like, ah, I don't want to get on that Facebook. And then finally, I, I got on the Facebook and started making connections. And uh, over time, I realized that there was a, an opportunity to learn marketing and, and maybe uh, connect with people and uh, make money uh, through Facebook so you're self taught
0: you taught yourself how to do what you're doing now
1: yeah, you know a lot of it, but in the journey obviously you connect with people that are doing what you're doing and uh, you know have experience in things that you 're not doing but yeah you know that's the cool thing about today is you can jump on YouTube and you can learn something and uh, but when when I first started doing Facebook ads there uh, there really wasn't any um, courses. There wasn't all these agencies and s- people teaching you. So it was just playing around with it and, and doing it and uh, kind of learned it right out the gate when Facebook start, started launching their ad platform. So for you, how
0: many years have you been in internet marketing now?
1: So it's been over 10 years. I would say about 11 or 12 years approximately. You know, the first couple of years was just trying to figure things out and wasn't necessarily making any money. And uh, it was more kind of like a hobby and just having fun. I used to build Facebook pages uh, for a hobby. And then I started having people reach out to me and say, hey, will you post this on your page? Will you help me build your build my page? And I was like, wow, these people are going to pay me to help them build their page. And uh, so from there, it started to transition into uh, an opportunity to make money.
0: So you kind of, in a way, almost like fell into the opportunity and kind of a, you, you saw something obviously, and you grabbed onto it, but this, this wasn't like a dream or something that you'd been wanting to do.
1: No, you, you know, uh, like I said, I, I used to build websites and, uh, started playing around with helping people build mobile apps and and things like that. But when it came into the the marketing side of things, it definitely wasn't an, an intentional, uh, but you know, I, I saw people, you know, ads running. I'm like, hey, I can do that and kind of figured it out and, you know, read a little bit and, uh, just started, started testing and, and playing around with things. And, uh, a- after doing it for a little while, I realized, like, wow, this is pretty cool. I think, and, and then people start hearing about you. And, uh, you know, back then in in the days, there wasn't a whole lot of people doing Facebook ads. So if you knew how to do anything on the Facebook ad platform, people would reach out to you and say, Hey, help me out. I see you're doing stuff. And,
0: um, so it was, it was a really cool opportunity back then. It's, it's cool to hear it and how it happened like so organically and without much like, like you didn't go to school for this, right? People go to school to get degrees in marketing and the world that we live in now to your point about how you can go on Google that so many of us get stopped by like, Oh, I don't have the education or I don't have this thing that I need, or I don't have whatever. And what I love about your introduction into internet marketing is you kind of just like went for it. You kind of just learned, you kind of played around, but you didn't let yourself be held back by some, well, I don't have the training for this.
1: Yeah. You you know, uh, I've got friends that have degrees uh in marketing and for that matter in internet marketing and i remember uh one of my friends he was talking to me about marketing he just graduated uh with a degree in internet marketing and i started asking him like oh do you know how to do this you know how to do this like no no no." i'm like what what did you learn in college if you don't know how to do you know these you don't know how to run these ad platforms and uh, i think maybe it was concepts and stuff that they learned but you know i have uh two sons in college and uh they've learned internet marketing. I'm, I'm kind of like one of those fathers that is encouraging his kids to drop out of college and start making money.
0: <laughs> um,
1: uh, you know, it's it, it, it really is. Granted, uh, college is great for the relationships, the experience. But if you're just going for the raw knowledge of learning things, unless you just need that structure for the discipline, then uh, really you can you can learn stuff online or through mentors, coaching and, and courses available online that is more uh, marketable and can make you money than, you know, a, a typical degree might get you.
0: Yeah. I'm wondering, like, do your kids think you're cool for that attitude? Or are they like, no, you got to go to college. What's their... Yeah,
1: no, no, no. They're 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 both entrepreneurs. Uh, and so, uh, matter of fact, uh, one of my sons, he's taken a semester off so that he can work a little bit closer with dad. And, uh, you know, so, in, in even while they were in uh, high school, they were... Doing internet marketing type stuff and kind of learning stuff from me and uh, making money at a at an early age. So they 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 know that. Uh, fortunately, um, we don't have a whole lot financially invested in it because they were uh, uh, bright enough to get scholarships and things like that. But you know, again, I, I'm I'm not one of those like, oh, don't go to college uh, because there is there's opportunities and you can meet some really cool people. But the the educational aspect of it, I think there's uh, you can learn a lot more outside of that.
0: Yeah. What's I, want, I really want to look at it and talk about the start and the journey of your business, because it's where you are now is where a lot of people would want to be, you know, in their respective businesses. You're working with people whose names we know you're working with people that are in media and on TV. It it occurs as successful, right? Like everyone's different definition sure. of success is, is arbitrary and different. Um, sure. But that's how it. That that's all we can see, right? We don't get to like look at the you know at your books and determine how well you're doing. Um, but I, I I love the idea. That, hey, this is your 12 years now in, and I know from day one you weren't you know hitting home runs. So tell tell me about the journey. Like where was that first moment where you went? I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, you know,
1: uh, when it, when I first got started, it uh again it was kind of accidental in the fact that i was making money and i i was um at this time i was working for a um uh, a guy doing merchant processing it was uh, kind of one of those phases where i was i guess you would say people like to say i was in between jobs uh so i was in between jobs and i i hated it to, my employer was mean, rude, nasty. He was one of these type guys that would come in and just cussing and yelling and just, you know, a really volatile workplace. And I didn't like it at all. And uh, I, I remember um, one day I saw him pull up in his car and he was driving a nice car. Everybody's like, he lives in this nice place down by the beach. And I was like, man, this guy's got a bad attitude. He's nasty. He's rude. And Yeah, he's making all this money. And uh, uh, I didn't think he was any smarter than me or anything like that. And I I surely didn't think he had a better personality than me. And I thought, well, if this guy can do it, surely I've got a chance. And so I started making sacrifices to um, move out of this job where like on my lunch breaks and at night I would uh, build websites for people and um do things uh, i used to do seo search engine optimization did things like that and uh then the world of social media marketing started opening and uh it, again i was just kind of building facebook pages as a hobby it was kind of fun to do and then i learned the techniques in the uh the algorithm of it all and it just it, you know i i remember it was kind of like uh one day i was like wow you know i think i I'm, I'm going to be able to make enough to make the car payment, just building these Facebook pages and stuff. And then it was like, wow, I think I can make enough to pay the rent. And, uh, uh, then it, it, it went, you know, sometime later I was like, wow, mm-hmm. I think I might be able to quit my job. And, uh, I, I eventually I quit my job working with this guy and, um, was, was building Facebook pages and doing, kind of uh the basic level facebook marketing and it, it initially started as a uh, part-time and then moved into a, a full-time opportunity
0: did you have kids then when you start were starting this out yeah
1: yeah i sure did yeah my um my my uh i have three kids and you know they were um eight nine ten eleven years old uh during this time and so yeah it, it was it was a lot of staying up late at night and uh you know getting 3 4 hours 5 hours of sleep and um just trying to figure out again watching videos and talking to people and um just just trying to figure it out
0: what do you think i I love that you said that like you actually said to start with i made sacrifices and there were lots of late nights, no sleep, lots of what sounds like studying. Yeah. Um, what do you say to people who want to do something? You know, a lot of people, they'll use their kids or their, their situation as an excuse to not do the thing. Mm-hmm. And what, what's really cool about what you did is you actually, you call them sacrifices. You, you move things out of the way to go do the things that you want to do. What do you say to people that struggle with that? Like, how does somebody do that? Yeah. So,
1: you know, what, what you have to, uh, a lot of times people want this immediate gratification, of course, on the online stuff, there's this really this huge misconception that it's like, you know, the, the get rich quick type deal. And, uh, very rarely does that happen. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they'll say stuff like, Oh man, you just popped up overnight. I'm like, it was like 12 years overnight. And, uh, you know, there was a long, you know, a long time that nobody knew what I was doing. I, you know, I wasn't speaking at big conferences and didn't have big name clients. And so there was a lot of that. And, uh, it it, honestly, it was never really in my mind that, Oh, I want to work with these big guys and, and stuff. There there was never that. It was just like, I want to make a living. I want to be able to pay the bills. I don't want to, um, have this mean, nasty boss telling me what to do And, uh, so, so yeah, you have to make sacrifices. There are, um, things that you, you make a sacrifice today and years later, you will reap the reward of that sacrifice. And, um, you know, when I was, uh, in in this beginning phase, yeah, there was times that the, uh, family time was limited and we weren't going on nice vacations and things like that. I was just trying to work, and I remember I used to, every time I would leave the house, I would have to take my computer with me, because it was just like a one-man show, and it was stressful, and I was always watching my phone for every email, and, uh, you know, just trying to figure it out, and, uh, you know, so you you have to make that sacrifice, but, you know, now looking back, the, where we are now,
0: uh, obviously, the sacrifice was worth it. How did you keep that balance, right? Because it could go off the deep end in the sense of you're like, hey, I had to take my computer, I had to take my phone. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you you clearly have a good relationship with your sons, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so you have, a, you have a family dynamic that goes on. Um, how did you keep the balance so that you did get enough of, you had a job, you had a side hustle, basically, you're building a business on your own, and then you had family. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, your side hustle started encroaching on everything how did you keep all the the kind of other pieces in order so you didn't have you know a life that falls apart but now you have a business yeah well
1: um so so the one thing um i've been married almost 25 years now and congratulations yeah Yeah, that's an accomplishment (laughs) yeah yeah that's 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 you know i i Told one guy that he's like, oh, I've been married forty years, ten years to this lady, twenty years to this lady. (laughs) Like, no, no, (laughs) twenty-five years, one
0: person. (laughs)
1: uh, But you know, um, my my wife, uh, she she made sacrifices too, and she, um, you know, she's really quick to remind me because there was times when in the internet marketing, there comes a point where you know what you're doing. You've, you've, you've figured it out. You find something that is working, but it doesn't mean you're making money because, uh, you have to have money to invest into ads. Well, you know, I, I might be able to spend three, 400, $500 in ads and make a couple thousand dollars, but that's not going to get me to the next level. So I remember it was, uh, around Christmas time, my wife got a Christmas bonus. She used to uh, be a, a director of a hospital and uh, she got a Christmas bonus. And I took that Christmas bonus and I took every bit of it and I put it into um, Facebook ads. And she was so upset. She was, you know, why would you do that? You know, that's that was my Christmas bonus. But I was able to take it. And I think it was like, you know, seven okay. or eight thousand dollars. And I was able to take that and Turn it into you know, 10,000, 20,000, 40,000, and just you know, multiplied it from there. Uh, but she's always quick to remind me that it was her Christmas bonus that got us to uh, where we are now. So I, I, I think the answer is um, it, it's, it's not something that is done um, all by myself. I got a great family and uh, they've helped support
0: in this. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that she, I love that she still brings it back, and that she actually, um, first off, that she let you, you know, or that you guys had that partnership that she trusted you to take that bonus.
1: Well, I um,
0: feel like she didn't trust me.
1: <laughs> I think I just did it, whether she wanted it or not, and and it just. Uh, but no, no, no. She uh, obviously she she trusts me. Um, to do that. And, uh, you know, because again, like, like I said, I I'd, I'd figured something out and it was just a matter of, I needed more money to get it to the next level.
0: So aside from stealing money from your spouse, <laughs> um, uh, when money's a stop. So like if, if, if listeners are like, man, the thing I want to do, I don't have enough money for uh-huh. What do they do? Because right, we don't all have the spouse's Christmas bonus to, to
1: Yeah, so so um man, I, I tell you, it wasn't just that. There was nights where I was delivering phone books. You know, we would load up the minivan, a couple hundred phone books, and we we're making man, it sounds crazy, but like fifty or sixty dollars a night just delivering Phone books. Wow. Some people may not even know what, what a phone book is because <laughs> they're so <laughs> antiquated. But, uh, man, we were, we were, I was doing whatever I could. Um, I, I'm, I'm a, a, an entrepreneur at heart where I believe that if you just look around, you can find opportunities to make money. When I was a kid, we used to uh, get our lawnmower and just walk down the street and see people that's grass was high and then knock on the door and say, Hey, we'll mow your grass for $5. And, uh, you know, do that. And it at, you know, 11, 12 years old, making $20 on a Saturday, that was, that was good money. We would do things like that. We would, um, we would go to houses and just knock on doors and say, Hey, can we take out your garbage? And they'd give us 50 cents a dollar for taking out their garbage And you do that all day. I remember, you know, as early as 11, 12, 13 years old, doing that and making a hundred dollars, which is like, you know, that's a million dollars to an 11 year old. So so I think that there's um, if if you look uh, close enough, there are opportunities to make money
0: it's great I love that you're you just went out and looked for it but so who taught you how to do that right like when you were a little boy and you were doing this did was there somebody that was an influence on you that kind of taught you to see opportunity or do you think this was just something that was inherent and natural to you as a human being yeah well I, I think it's maybe a little bit of both um my uh my parents
1: were uh you know, I joke around about it. My dad was a agricultural entrepreneur. Um, this is before it was legal. Uh, so, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he, I remember as a, as a young kid, he would, um, be out in the backyard, uh, watering large marijuana plants. And he would say, Hey, stay away from it. It's poison Ivy. I'm like, Man, why is dad watering the poison ivy? Uh but um so that that was that was a part of my life. It was a um a very poor upbringing. but there came a, a a day when my parents, I guess you would say, matured. And uh my dad was a hard worker. He um managed dry cleaners, started up his own dry cleaner, and we went from a um, you know, in in my childhood. From what what we would say is dirt poor to somewhere between poor and middle class, uh, you know, so I saw them um, go up the ladder. they were both hard workers but um, so you can see that as exam as an example, but it doesn 't necessarily kick in in until you need it. I think that uh, uh, necessity is the mother of invention I mean when you uh, are, are put in a, a situation where I got to make some money or the lights aren't going to get turned on. Uh, I gotta, you know, I gotta make some money or the kids aren't going to get fed. Uh, then it puts you in a position where you'll, you'll hustle. And, and so that happened to us where it was like, you know, I gotta make some money or the bills aren't going to get paid. And so uh, I got into action.
0: It's really cool. And it's unfortunate, like you had to do it from like real desperation or real life situations. I think I use, uh, with a clients a lot, I'll say, you know, they'll tell me they can't do something or they think something's going to be hard or impossible. And, and what's one of my favorite examples, you know, if you had to pay a hospital bill for your kid or your kid couldn't go to school anymore, if you didn't make that money, what would you actually be willing to do and not everything's on the table, right? There's some things that you're, you can say no to some things, yeah. but what would you be willing to do to make that money to create the life that you want? Right. It sounds like you were as, as a, as a child, as a grown up, as a father, as a husband, you were willing to do those things. Like, I love that you shared that, that phone book story because that's real. People don't talk about stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's,
1: and not only that, so, so he, here's a cool thing about it is, as I mentioned, I've got um, two sons in college and I, you know, I'm, I'm like, here, let me give you this. i in, mean, you know, unfortunately this generation has in a, a entitlement mentality where they feel like they're, they're like, just give me, give me, give me my, my kids have anything but that. I mean, um, I, I, i try to tell them to spend my money. And they're like, no, no, dad, we'll make our own money. And I think a part of that is because when I was delivering phone books, they were there with me. They were, they were in the van with me, grabbing the phone books and running and, and dropping it off to the doors. And again, we would do that in the evening time and make 40 or $50. So it wasn't much money at all, but it was, it was 40 or $50 that we needed. So yeah. so yeah I mean it's when when you're put in a position where you have to make the money then the 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 reality
0: kicks in and you'll do whatever it takes. What keeps you so you're not there anymore right you're not delivering phone books for 450 no. bucks you you have elevated yourself beyond way beyond that. What's the thing that keeps you hungry now like how do you how do you push to to the next big goal or the next big dream? Yeah so
1: you know a, a Um, a cool aspect of it now is that it's not just me. We've got a good sized team. We've got, um, multiple employees, just, you know, a a good team. And so I, I look at it from the perspective that what I do is not just for me now, but I've got 20 other people depending on me, um, to, for them to get their bills paid. Uh, so, uh, you know, I try to keep that in mind And, and then, um, my uh my future my my legacy what i do pass on to my kids um that's important i I want i want to leave them something i want to um give them something more than just uh what i had growing up so um that keeps me keeps me going
0: that's great what's the um What's the thing that you see for them? So you have two kids that are in college. They're both entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. If you were, if you could say, right. And you can't, cause they're going to make their own choices and live their own life. But if you saw something for them, what do you think is available because of what you've kind of started? Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me, let me
1: just add to that. Um, I have two sons, but I also have a daughter, um, two. Um, so I've got a total of, uh, three children. Uh, Uh, my daughter would be upset if she heard this and didn't, (laughs) uh, uh, and she's just as well-rounded as her, her brother. She just graduated uh, from high school this past year. Uh, but what, what I, um, what, what I see is, and I think every parent probably has this desire is that you want to, um, give your children better than what you had growing up. And it's not something that necessarily you want to uh, support them, but you want to equip them and you want to give them the tools that is necessary. You know, it's, it's one thing uh, like the old saying goes, um, you can give a person a fish and feed them a day, or you teach them to fish and feed them a lifetime. So that's, that's what I want to do is give them, um, the skills that they need and and teach them. And whether it's doing what I'm doing or doing something uh, completely different, there there are entrepreneurial skills, there are interpersonal skills that you can teach and you can learn and, and relationships that I've established that they can um, benefit from. All of those things are, are something that I want to give them.
0: Are there any of those skills that you can actually share that are um... – Like what skills would there be that you think everyone should actually have going into this world to be successful? Yes. So uh,
1: so, um, one of the most valuable things is maybe not uh, exclusively a skill, uh, but the ability to establish relationships. Uh, When you when you recognize that relationships uh, is that is the foundation of everything, every business that you do um anything it, you can only go so far without relationships and and there was really a, a transitional phase in my business and and what I was doing because uh i was i was doing uh went from making nothing to doing really good where people would say this is successful but i was very to myself recluse and didn't talk to people much about it and, you know, just kind of kept everything to myself. Well, the, and, and a couple different reasons why people do that is, you know, um, you feel like you've got this uh, special um, talent that you don't want people to figure out what you're doing. You don't want people to compete against you. And so you kind of keep this to yourself and Uh, you just kind of like hide and don't let people know about it. So there was that reason, a little bit of fear of competition and and things like that insecurity. But, uh, when I finally, um, got over that and begin to, uh, establish relationships and connect with people that are doing what I'm doing and, and people that are doing bigger things then. It gives you an opportunity to learn from those people and and to grow. So there there really is a lot to be said about going to conferences, having mentors and building relationships with people. And, you know, it's uh, like, for example, this podcast with you today. um, It's about relationship. Uh, I I believe that everybody that I connect with, I can learn something from, I can glean from, and there is added value in my life. And hopefully I can bring added value into their life too. And um, we can all grow together.
0: I love that. I actually, right before this call, I was working with a client and we were talking about their business and what would be if they were approaching their business outside of just checking the boxes, right? Like I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. The thing that they brought was relationship. They're like, well, I'd be in deeper relationships. I'd be more connected. Um, I would be writing the emails differently that I'm writing. And you could just see a shift in, in, in this client's being because of that, right? They were actually getting more excited about the thing. So it wasn't just about the relationship with the other person. It actually changed who they were going to show up as, very right. cool to hear you basically say that one skill that's the most important is relationships.
1: Yeah, abs- absolutely. Because uh, with with relationships, there you can learn the skills um, that you need, whether it's sales, whether it's internet marketing, whether you know it's copywriting, whatever it is, that is going to be learned uh, through relationships with somebody. And so you you want to surround yourself with the people that you want to, you know, you esteem to, to be like.
0: So what's the, what's the thing, what's been the hardest thing for you Uh, after, you know, in the building of your business, now you have people working for you, you're working with top-notch people. What's still the biggest challenge for you?
1: Well, uh, you know, I, th- I think when you look at the um, just the day to day stresses of a business, um, entrepreneurs, uh, I-, I think they excel under pressure. I mean, that's that's just kind of like um, we, we work the best when we're under pressure and the best comes out of us uh, when you're under pressure, um, you know. People always say, uh, you know, what's inside of you when you're put under pressure, that's what's going to come out. So the real you comes out when you're under pressure, but you know, some of the, the biggest challenges, um, that you face at probably at any level is, um, the ability to, uh, look beyond where you are in that moment, uh, because, um, I, I think and I, I can say this for me and most people that are motivated and aspire, regardless of where you find yourself at, you always want to be somewhere different. And, uh, you know, you can, you can kind of get into yourself like, oh, man, I'm not there. And you get frustrated. You know, I, I should be doing this much. I should be doing it. So, uh, you know, you you kind of have to be able to look back at where you are and appreciate um, where you currently are and, but still not get frustrated and upset that
0: you aren't where you want to be. I love that. And I'm sure you see this with, with certain people. I notice it with me. I'll, I'll set a goal, you know, I'll say, I'm going to make this much money. And if I only made that much money, then good. Yeah. You know, and then you get there and you're like, this isn't enough. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> and yeah. We, and we can do that with anything, right? Money is an easy one because it's super measurable. But um, that's a really great example. I, what I heard you say was appreciation, gratitude, like being grateful and appreciate where you are while you're striving to do the next thing versus I think what we see so often is people spend more time complaining, suffering, stuck, and that's what they're focused on which makes getting to the next thing almost impossible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if you can't be grateful and appreciative for what you have, uh, I, I think it limits where you're going to go because, um, you know, you just get stuck, you get frustrated, you get upset. Um, but you obviously have to maintain this gratefulness and, um, you know, when you, if, if, when when you begin to, uh, Uh, succeed financially it's easy to lose grasp of where you were where you came from and uh you know because you 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 just you're making money the bills are getting paid and you you, you've got that and you can take for granted um how how appreciative you should be that maybe you know there used to be a day where, man, I didn't know, like I used to park the car around the corner. You know what I mean? <laughs> I used to park the car around the corner because I didn't know if the repo man was going to come or not. And, um, there was that fear. And, uh, you know, my wife and I, we joke around about it sometime because in businesses you do have stress, you have stresses of, um, working with different clients and, uh, it, you know, just the, the normal stress. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is stress, but it's a different type of stress. We're not stressing out about, are the lights going to get turned off? Or is the car going to get repoed and, and things like that. So I would much rather have this type of stress stress than that type of stress.
0: What have you, it almost sounds like, you know, you, you do the internet marketing for a lot of, I want to, I don't have a better name, but coaches, gurus, leaders, you know, people in, in spaces like that, entrepreneurs, um, and as, as you're talking, I can almost hear them through you. Right. And you can probably hear you through them. Right. Cause we don't know we sure. don't know who came first or whatnot, but it has me curious. Like some of the people that we talked about, like Bob Proctor, huge mm-hmm. name. I'm super familiar with him. He's brilliant. Um, what's something you've learned from people like Bob Proctor, Ty Lopez, the sharks, you know? Yeah. So, so you know, they're, uh, you
1: know, 15, 20 years ago to um, for me in my mind to work with people that you know were making millions of dollars uh, it just seemed almost intimidating it really it seemed like uh, well I can't be in the same room with them I'd be nervous to talk to them and uh, but then you know i get around these people that are hugely successful financially and you know live in multi-million dollar homes and uh i realize they're just like me they're they're you know they've um had to go through struggles they have um they found something and they put their time and their effort and they worked hard and they they've achieved that a lot of times you know, for me, I, I used to think that uh, very wealthy people are smarter than me, or you know, they had a better upbringing than me. Um, because as I mentioned, I, di- I didn't have a uh, a good upbringing when it comes to financially and uh, that type of stuff. I didn't didn't have that at all. We were on welfare and food stamps and, and things like that. So I always felt kind of intimidated. Uh, but then I realized, man, they, some of them have the same story as me. Um, they're, they're not necessarily smarter than me. Um, they're not more talented than me, but they've just found something and they put themselves into it. So they're just
0: like me and you. So if, if we're not, if them or they, or we are not smarter, don't always have the better upbringing, like don't necessarily have all the advantages. What would you say is the, is the piece you kind of, you kind of talked about it with relationships. I'm curious if there's anything else if there's a piece that you've noticed that they all have or that you have too, that has really made the success possible. Sure. So, you know, what I can say on
1: a, um, a, a smaller level that I think is, is really important, obviously the relationships, because it does start out with a relationship connected to it. Uh, but then, you know, I've, I've coached uh, several people um, and I'm, I'm one of these individuals that when it comes to coaching, consulting and um, teaching people that I want everybody like if if I'm their coach, they need to be, you know, making millions of dollars really quick. They need to be really successful. And I, I feel kind of like obligated and responsible if they're not. Uh, but then I realize, look, I can I can give 10 people the same information, the same coaching, and not all 10 of them are going to have the same results. Uh, but w- one of the attributes that sticks out the most in those that do succeed is just like a, a, a relentlessness, a uh, n- like a never give up type mentality, a, a resilience, a, a fortitude, just to, you know, knock you down and, man, I'm going to get back up uh in in and I think in, in my personal life and I think we we talked about this a little bit um before our uh call here that you know you're gonna have times where stuff is gonna you're gonna get punched in the stomach, systems are gonna get shut down, algorithms are gonna change and accounts are gonna get shut down and all kinds of crazy stuff. And you can be one of these people that, oh man, it gets shut down it's over, you know, and you go in your corner and cry and suck your thumb and like, I'm done. Or you like, just get back up. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to, you know, I'm. Uh, it's, it's going to work out. So that, that resilience and that ability to adapt and get back up is so, so critical when it comes to the journey of an entrepreneur.
0: So it's like who we're going to be when circumstances happen, right? Because everything you describe are circumstances and and life is a round ball of circumstances that are constantly happening. And those that are resilient, relentless, unwilling to stop are the ones that you see succeed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, the, um, I'm sure that there's some some things that I've went through that uh, a person in similar situations, they're like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the nine to five job. You know, that's, and there, honestly, there, there is that, uh, uh, that's part of the journey is like, do I go back Do you know, because the nine to five, uh, you, you, you've, you've got that net. You've got that. I know I'm getting a paycheck week to week as an entrepreneur man, you don't know. It could be like week to week. It could be month to month. It could be every two to three months. You don't know. So it's, uh, uh, I've heard one person put it this way. Um, nine to five job, uh, you have that net, uh, but an entrepreneur, there's no ceiling. Um, so you have to kind of like weigh out, okay, do I want this net to to um, keep me safe or do I want the ability to go higher than the ceiling that's placed upon me in a 9 to 5 job so yeah you you have to be able to
0: um uh be resilient and just push through it yeah it's like safety versus possibility one yeah. one it's 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 and there's nothing wrong with either one right so I'm, yeah. We, we can't, if everyone can't do a nine to five, we wouldn't have any businesses, right? Somebody's right, got right, yeah, yeah.
1: No, no, no I, I, was, I was talking to a friend and he's like, uh, you know, oh, these people that have this nine to five mindset, I just don't understand them. You know, they just, uh, and I'm like, bro, I appreciate them because they're working for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, they, they yeah. uh, and that we need those and they're, they're, it's not a, a, a knock on them at all. I mean, it's, a, it's, uh, it's great. Um, but there, there's certain people that, uh, you know, I, you talk to they're like, look, nine to five's not going to work for me. So, so yeah, the, I think the, you got to hustle.
0: Yeah. I think the key is that are, are the people do, are the right people doing the right thing, right? The person who wants to really get out there and fly and explore and be adventurous and take chances. Are they, are they stuck in the nine to five because they're too scared? And is the person that really, would prefer some stability and would prefer to, you know, maybe have more time with just their family or other things that are important to them. Mm -hmm. And they're doing the entrepreneur thing because they think that's the thing they're supposed to be doing. It might not be. I think it's a really personal choice, but yeah, neither one, we need each other, right? You can't have a business. no business would be formed if there wasn't an original entrepreneur and no business would work if there weren't people to work the jobs in the business.
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: I want to hit you with some a, qu- a couple of quick rapid fires as we, as we head towards the end. Um, do you have a favorite project that you've worked on that you're just like really proud of? Yeah, so um, I, I had someone ask me uh, the other day, who's like
1: my uh, favorite client? And uh, we have worked with a lot of cool people. Everything from you know, Fortune 500 companies, A-list celebrities, and uh, worked on movies and uh, projects, but uh, I think the um, cool, coolest opportunity uh, or coolest client, Ty Lopez, is a great guy. He's a, he's an awesome guy. He's given me a lot of opportunity and helped me establish a lot of great relationships. And I talk to him almost every day, and just a great guy.
0: That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, you see, Ty Lopez is huge, and you know, you see him all over social media. And I think we never get an insight into, Hey, who are these people? And what are they, uh, are they actually like good people? Or are they just selling a, a thing? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, he seems like a really interesting, uh, clearly brilliant guy, but it's cool to hear that what he actually has is the depth of relationship with you. Sure. Sure. It sounds like it makes it important. Yeah. Um, okay. 25 years of marriage, three kids, a business. What's the marriage tip? that you would give to entrepreneurs that are also, you know, want to have great relationships? Uh, your wife is always right.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, man, I, I, I tell you what you, you have to, um, you have to, you have to put your uh, family as your priority um, because I mean, I'm I'm doing this for my family. So if my family is not my priority, then I'm doing it. For, you know, it's not going to work out. Uh, and and then you know, obviously, in, in a, a marriage relationship, the um, dynamic of growing with each other, learning from each other, and um, trusting each other's insight and opinion. Uh, is extremely valuable.
0: Nice. So, two. You give me. You give me three things. That's great. <laughs> <The> first, want <laughs> to start by listening to your wife. Um, <laughs> what about for your kids? If you're if you're a parent and you you know it's not that your kids have to be entrepreneurs, but if you wanted to give your kids an entrepreneurial mindset from a young age, what tip would you give as a parenting tip?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I I, th- I think when children see the opportunity. The the greatest thing that we can teach them is example, teach them by example. When they see that, when they uh, um, see you grow in um, opportunities, uh, then they will gravitate toward that. So I I think it's um, showing them by example the direction that you want them to go and and equipped equipping them um, in the journey and being there for them uh, again i'm I'm not one of these that just like uh, spoil my kids and give them everything that they um, they want but I try to give them the the skills so that they can get it themselves you know I've my uh, my kids are like you know I want to um, buy my house have my house paid for before I get married and um, my, uh, daughter, she's going to be getting married, um, in a few months and she's got more money in the bank that she saved up from working that I, I had when I was her age. I mean, it just like, I didn't have that much money in the bank until like, you know, <laughs> I was twice her age. So, uh,
0: so that, yeah, those things are are really important. And then what's next for you? What's the, what's the next big goal that, uh, you are working towards? So, uh, within the internet marketing
1: nerds and our company, our structure, um, what we like to do is we like to, um, build other nerds and, uh, teaching people how to do what we're doing there. I think there comes a point when you, uh, you've done this, you've, you've succeeded you're 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 like really legitimately doing this type of stuff and you know what is necessary to make things work that you feel a responsibility like okay i can i can legitimately help people i can i can help the person that is you know a work at home mom that is trying to figure out how to uh make ends meet and you know I, i can help the guy that is at uh you know, a workplace that he doesn't like. He's got a mean boss. I can help them. I can, I can teach them how they can become entrepreneurs. So that's, you know, kind of the the next phase is we want to build more nerds and teach people how to go to the next level in their business. That's
0: awesome. Like so, paying it forward. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Paul, thanks for doing this. Thanks for having this conversation. You are an extraordinarily busy man. Um, Congratulations Mm -hmm. on a million uh, uh, Instagram followers, congratulations on three what sounds like awesome kids. Yes. The same thing with a great marriage. Twenty five years is totally an accomplishment. Um, but thanks for you know I'm really just present to you uh, the love that you have for your family, the the wisdom that you bring, but also the fact that you cherish relationships. That that is kind of the backbone about what you do, and I think that if more people in the world cared that much about other people and about relationships, we'd actually just be living in, in a, a better country, a better world. We would just all be happier and more fulfilled. So thanks for being somebody who's doing
1: that. Absolutely. Well, it, it has been my uh, pleasure. And like I said, I wanted to uh, be on this podcast with you for relationships, man, uh, to, to get connected with you, be a part of what you're doing. And if I can bring any value to you, to your
0: audience, that's what, I'm, that's why I'm here. Well, thanks. You definitely, I got a ton from this and I know the listeners will too. So thank you again. Awesome. Thank you very much, Alex. Welcome. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dream Mason podcast. Please subscribe to the Dream Mason podcast so you don't miss an episode. Share it with a friend and give us a review on iTunes. I am grateful to have had you here. If you want more, you can follow or reach out to me, Alex Terranova, on Instagram at inspirationalalex or at thedreammason.com or email me at alex at And remember, you are a dream mason because your dreams don't believe that. <laughs>